Welcome to episode 33 of Escape the Rat Race Radio. I'm your host, Christian Rodwell, and this is your ticket to Escape the 9 to 5. You need to be very comfortable with risk and uncertainty because you never know what's going to happen. And the second is that you really need to be very, very willing uh, to put all the effort because it takes a lot of time, a lot of like effort from your end. And the third would be that the lifestyle that I can provide is, is amazing. Welcome to the second of our Escapees episodes of Escape the Rat Race Radio, a shorter, punchier insight into some of our members' stories since they took the leap of faith and sacked their boss. I'll still be bringing you the same level of successful entrepreneurs, personal development coaches and marketeers to the show, as always, every two weeks. But in between, you'll now also get the opportunity to hear from people who may seem a little more within reach of where you are right now members of the Escape the Rat Race community who have been attending our events since we launched in 2015, working with myself and our mentors, but most importantly, working hard on themselves and picking a lane upon which to focus. Now, I'll be breaking down the story today into three parts. Part one, where you were, part two, where you are now, and part three, where you want to get to. I'll also be asking them if they can remember the date that they set as their Escape the Rat Race day. And if you don't already have a date written down somewhere for yourself, let me challenge you to do so right now. Okay, let's do this. Escapee number two coming up. Welcome, Marissa, to Escape the Rat Race Radio, our Escapees episode. How are you today? Yeah, I'm very good. And you? I'm very, very good indeed. And Arissa, we have got a really lovely backstory because it was back <laughs> in 2013 now when you contacted me online. And why don't you just tell the story of kind of how that came about quickly? <laughs> yeah, well, so I was actually like, I was with my partner, Jamie, at the point and and I was like, I need to get him into this mindset thing, you know, like to quit his job. He, we need to quit our jobs. So, and I was looking at that point for like-minded people. We were doing the real estate course from Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, Academy. So I was like, we need to meet people in London. We need to look for my, like-minded people. And I don't know how I ended up in this thread <laughs> that you had put something like, oh, who wants to play Cashflow 101? That is the, the, the game, the board game from Rich That Poor That. And I replied. And it's, yeah, until today, I don't know how I found you, but it was it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think you were the only person that ever did find <laughs> me. So so we 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 met up and we played the cash flow game together. And then obviously we stayed in touch. I also was uh, doing some rich dad education at the time. So we were talking about property and it was really, really those early days for us both. And it's been so amazing to see your progression, mm. you know, every year since then. And we're going to find out today on this episode exactly what that journey has been like. So Marissa, let's just start off before we go into the details, by, um, if you don't mind telling everyone listening who you are and what business you're in and what specifically that involves on a day-to-day -day basis for you right now. Mm -hmm. Well, so yeah, my name is Marisa. I am originally from Argentina, but living in London uh, for the last six years, seven. 
And so, well, me and my partner, so we have an e-commerce business. And, and yeah, so and we've been doing that for the last four years. Um, I've been working full time since May 2016. So it's been great. And day to day, it involves a lot of mundane tasks, <laughs> a lot of like dealing with the supply chain, with supplier, inspectors, customs, freight forwarders. And also a lot, we have a lot of interaction with customers. So that is, that is really good. And then I need to split my day basically in a bit of everything, like a bit of marketing, a bit of customer service, a bit of supply chain. And, and yeah, a bit of financial analysis. And yeah, because it, it keeps me very busy, let's say. Yeah, yeah. And, and for anyone listening who maybe is not quite sure what e-commerce means, just essentially just selling products online, yeah, yes. on the internet. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. It's like retail online. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Marissa, can you tell our listeners where you used to work and what you used to do before you uh, started your online e-commerce business? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have a, like a 10-year corporate career, always within the HR environment. Uh, I worked for big companies such as Accenture, Ernst & Young, uh, EDF, and it was always around the human resources, either uh, external consulting or internal client facing. So that was my, my job, which, which was good, but nothing that, that I could call that fulfilled me entirely. Yeah. Yeah. And can you describe at what point you realized that you didn't want to work for somebody else any longer? And what were the first steps that you took to set about changing your situation? Well, I think my first initial thought was when I was 20, so a long time ago, 14 years ago. And I don't know, I had this professor at university that he kept like telling us, oh, you you need to read this book, you need to read this book. And I was the only one that took his advice in my entire class. And the book was reached that for that. And from that day, I always say I never slept in peace again <laughs> because I was always thinking, thinking, thinking that I, 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 I needed to have my own business. My dad has his own, I would say, business life. He's like a self-employed, but and he was always telling me, no, no, don't get a job, don't get a job, work for yourself. Um, that was the initial, you know, trigger. But then life life did what life wanted <laughs> and I ended up in a job at, at, at Accenture where I developed a lot of skills uh, that that job I think taught me for life and then I, I continued and then I wanted to come to the UK um, seven years ago so I had to start by working on the things that I knew that was HR uh, but then when I met my partner Jamie uh, um, so we I said enough is enough we need to quit our jobs and that's it because it was very long. I was already quite settled in the UK. So, and I could see that the scene in in London is there's no better place if you want to launch your own business than London. So I said, I need to take advantage of that. Um, And yeah. And when I started, when, when we started to like, yeah, go out and be together and he started to change his mindset, he was a proper nine to five guy and well I, I I I use some strategies to change a little bit his mindset and introducing him to to this concept of being an entrepreneur and then yeah we took it from there so it was yeah four years ago I would say that we started that. Great and how did you settle upon exactly what it was that you were going to focus on to generate additional income 
enough to be able to quit your job? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I've always really followed the path of like one of my best friends, like her uh, boyfriend, um, was always very entrepreneurial and he always did online stuff. For me, it was online stuff and he did a very a variety of things. So one day before I came, actually, no, on one trip to Argentina, I said, I need, I need to show, like you to show me what, what you do. And he introduced me at that, at that point to, for example, um, authority websites, you know, monetizing via, via AdSense, Kindle. And so I've tried a few different things. I knew that online had to go the way, had to be the way because I am not from here, um, Jay's from here. So we needed a mobile business to move around. And when the opportunity came, he told me, Marisa, if I started all over again, I would do this course that was about selling physical products on Amazon. We, we, I think we hesitated a little bit because the investment was big, uh, but we went for it. And that's how, that's like, I think the online and the, and the, and the mobility around the online business was, was the, the drive. Yeah. Yeah. I and if I'm correct, that was probably early 2014 or maybe back end of 2013. And so yeah. I guess there was a period of learning, obviously, you know, generating those first few dollars or pounds online. And so what were the critical decisions that you had to make, Marissa, or the parameters that you set yourself to help you decide exactly when was the right time to hand in your notice and quit your job? I think uh, with my partner, we've always been very clear that we had to be uh, like on a gradual basis. Uh, we knew that like we had to have uh, some support and some like, let's say, or savings or like plan B if things didn't work out because neither of us, for example, have family here in London or in the UK. So it was mainly the two of us alone doing this. So we decided on a plan when I was going to go from full-time to part-time. And so I did that. I, I went from five days a week to three days a week. And then when we, we said, okay, now we have to grow the business. The business has to grow. Otherwise, it will never provide us for our lifestyle. And that's when we decided, okay, I will quit my job, but Jay will stay uh, until the next milestone and and how how that's how we've done it and and yeah so but yeah very proudly to say that jay will will, will quit his job very very soon so, oh yeah. that's fantastic well yeah. well congratulations Marissa. so so that's where you were so let's fast forward now to part two of the interview where you are today so mm-hmm. marissa how long ago is it now since you quit the rat race uh, well, I, I, I quit the rat race on the 31st of May, 2016. <laughs> wow. So no, it will be almost two years, not, not, not very far. And, and yeah, so it's been, it's been great. And, and now, so we have, yeah, so we have uh, many products in different categories. We sell in six countries. Um, we, we are still mainly using Amazon as our channel, uh, but this year, so last year, we wanted to uh, diversify and we went through a bit of hoops, <laughs> like, like, but we learned so much. And this year we are ready to launch very different like strategies and, and building one brand, for example, completely off Amazon. And then we are going to do, yeah, so a bit of wholesale, drop shipping. When Jamie, of course, uh, 
is full time on the business because we need we need time for that. Fantastic. And can you share with everyone listening, Marissa, what are three of the biggest realizations that you have had since transitioning from being an employee to becoming an entrepreneur? One is that um, you need to be very comfortable with risk and uncertainty because you never know what's going to happen. And the second is that you really need to be very, very willing uh, to put all the effort because it takes a lot of time, a lot of like effort from your end. And the third would be that the lifestyle that I can provide is, is amazing. Yeah, that's excellent. And what do you love most about having your own business? Well, I think it's, it's, it's my time. It's, it's like managing my time, you know. It's like waking up early if I have to do something in the afternoon or the other way around. So I think having that flexibility is, is, is amazing and can, can be super, like, it free you up. It frees you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you say free, but freedom really sums up um, yeah. what being an entrepreneur is like. Mm-hmm. So, so that's brilliant. And let's fast forward now into the future, Marissa. And part three of the interview is where you want to get to. So did you set yourself any goals or targets when you decided to leave your job uh, and start your own business? And have you reached them yet? Um, well, we, we, we set goals on, a, on an annual basis with the learnings of the year before. Um, so I think that we've reached all the goals that we, that we set for ourselves, that it was more, that it was about launching new products, new countries. And, but yeah, we have, we have goals, very clear goals for this year. So yeah, that's part of the planning work that we always do. Brilliant. And do you feel as if you have greater potential to achieve your really big life goals now that you have more control over your time? Yes, yes, I do. I, I, think, I think I have much more control. It's just how much effort you put and how, how able you are to pivot if things, if things don't go as planned or as you want it. Yeah. Okay. And following on from that, what's the one most important thing, Marissa, that you believe will help you progress over the next 12 months? I think keep, uh, keep, keep positivity, you, you know, being positive and, and meeting like experts that, that could, could lead me on the way and continue to do that, definitely. Yeah, yeah. always learning from mentors, those who have already stepped a few uh, paces ahead that can share the pitfalls and speed up the process of learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Marissa, the final words for anyone listening right now who may be squashed on a train on their way to work or stuck in that traffic jam and they really want to do something different with their lives, but perhaps are still letting fear hold them back. What would your words of advice be to them? Um, I, I would say that, that you know, I, I love the, the exercise that Tim Ferry says in, in his book that is all about the nightmare writing. Yeah, so write down all your nightmares, you know, everything. Why, why, are you for, why are you so fearful? Like, what are the most, like, fears that you have? And then really c- categorize them. Are, are they likely to happen? Are they not? And what can you do to mitigate them? And from there, I will move on and then invest, and I cannot repeat this enough, in education, but from people that are renowned and people that have attraction and that have a name in the industry because that will accelerate your learning curve and will reduce your fears and and the risk, of course. Excellent words to leave us on there, Marissa. Thank you so much for sharing your story on today's Escapees episode. 
And I look forward to seeing you at a future meetup and wish you all the best success for 2018 and beyond. Oh, you too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Christian. So there you have it, real words from someone who set their sights on their Escape the Rat Race day and worked hard to make it a reality. And once you become an entrepreneur, it's almost impossible to ever go back to working in an office again. Now, I hope that Marissa's story today has inspired you to take your first step if you haven't already done so. And if you want to connect with Marissa, you'll find her and other escapees in the Escape the Rat Race private Facebook group. And you can request access to join by visiting www.etrr.online forward slash Facebook. Now, next week on Escape the Rat Race Radio, I'll be speaking to a good friend of mine and the author of two very successful best-selling books, Screw Work, Break Free and Screw Work, Let's Play. And that person is John Williams from the Ideas Lab. Now, if you'd like to find out how you can start a business with zero competition, you'll want to make sure that you tune in next week. Until then, see ya. 